1: Good and welcome to Autism Live on this very special occasion. I'm here with Dr. Doreen Grant Pichet, and we've got a series of shows for you that I, I'm just really twitterpated about um, because this was something you asked for, doctor Grant Pichet. This is April. April is a lot of things to a lot of people, whether you are calling this Autism Acceptance Month, Autism Awareness Month, Autism Action Month. Uh, we welcome you to the conversation and uh, Dr. Grampy Pichet, who I believe is the preeminent expert in the field of autism ever, not just our time ever, uh, has been working in this field for many years, uh, a million and a half, but, uh, but you would never know that to look at her. She founded the Center for Autism and Related Disorders. She also founded the charity Autism Care Today and you had a request this April, and April is your month, it's your birthday month, so we're gonna do whatever you want, but I loved this request. What did you want to do this month, Dr. Shay?
2: Thank you, Shannon, thank you, and good morning, everyone. Well, you know, you're so kind to me always, Shannon, with your uh, lovely words and telling me all these things that I've accomplished over the last 20, 30 years, but the truth is, uh, a lot of other people were on that same journey with me, and they also were a very, very big part of building uh, CARD, the Center for Autism and Related Disorders, and, and also uh, just helping hundreds of children uh, over the last 20 years. And we very kindly refer to these amazing experts as seniors at CARD and they are uh, the the most uh, experienced the most knowledgeable they have uh lived through uh you know two and a half decades or so of aba and treating children with autism they've been very flexible they've gotten so many new uh degrees along the way and so on and so i wanted to honor the seniors and i asked you if, if in april we would be able to Uh, Bring each of these individuals on for a short interview and just share with our audience how amazing they are and uh,
1: talk a little bit about their experiences over the last 20 years. Wonderful. So we're going to do that. um, Today's the first time that we're doing this and we're going to feature four amazing people who have been working in this field and working with Dr. Pichet for double-digit decades, really, yeah. uh, for most of them, and so that's pretty incredible. I want to make sure everybody knows, though. You can still interact. You can still write in questions. These are like the the rock stars uh, to me. I, I'm sure and to a lot of people. So just know that we you can, you're watching us live right now on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitter, along with. 18 other places that you're watching us live or you're watching this in podcast. We are the number one autism podcast. Uh, so you might be watching us uh, on podcasts. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts. It's a free download. Feel free to be writing in your questions, get to know these people because they're pretty amazing. So, uh, and, sh- and uh, Trayvon is showing you all the places that you can find us. Do check out our homepage, autism-live.com. A lot of these people have been on the show before answering other kinds of questions. And if you see somebody you really resonate with, put their name into the search on Autism Live on the homepage and see all the videos that they've done with us before because they're pretty amazing people. So first up is somebody that I'm not entirely sure. I think that she has been on the show before, but it's been so long, inexcusably long period of time since we've welcomed her to the show. But I'm going to ask you, Dr. Doreen, to say a couple of words about our fabulous and lovely Deidre King.
2: Yes, we want to welcome Deidre, and uh, I just want to say that she is an incredible uh, clinician, but also an incredible person and friend. Uh, I, I'm i trying to think back. I think I first met Deidre when she was a therapist at Card Deidre lives in New York, and this is many, many years ago and we were treating uh, some children in the Middle East. And uh, Deidre was uh, such an amazing therapist uh, in our, our, I think at that time, maybe Hartsdale or White Plains, New York office, that I uh, wanted her to go to the Middle East and work with our children there, um, who I was supervising. So Deidre went to the Middle East, was there, we'll let her tell how long, uh, she was there a while, came back, and she has just continued to move up, uh, and I'd love to hear from her because she's held so many different positions, and of course, right now, she is, in, in addition to, of course, being a BCBA, uh, but she is also a specialist itinerant teacher in New York, and she is the divisional uh, clinical leader in our Eastern Division, so Let's bring Deidre on. I haven't seen her in a long time.
1: I'm excited. Deidre, are you there? I'm here. Did you hear all the wonderful things that were just said about you?
3: I did. Thank you.
1: We don't have your camera yet, Deidre. Do you have your
4: camera on? Oh,
3: (laughs) okay. There There she is. Sorry, I thought that was going to turn on for me. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Hi, there you are. How are you? Hi. How are you? Good. It's good to
2: see you both. Well, it's so great to us. see you. <laughs> you. Tell us your history because it's a long history in NAVA in, in the field.
3: Um, yes, I started at CARD, you were right, um, when I was an undergrad and I was a therapist in the White Plains, New York location. And when I graduated from college, I applied to be a workshop therapist in the Middle East. Um, so mm-hmm. I was there for about a year and that's when I discovered my love um, for workshops and for really treating patients in different areas that we didn't have our card services. Um, so I was there for about a year and then I came back to New York and I got my master's in special ed since at the time we needed to be see it, um teachers in New York City to provide ABA. And then I did my BCBA um, with CARD through the University of Nevada, got my BCBA, and then I opened eight centers in New York, and one um, helped in Portland, Maine, and now I'm the divisional clinical manager. So it's been an exciting 20 years, and (laughs) summarizing that in about 30 seconds, but it's been fun.
2: It's amazing. What year was this when you came to CARD? Do you remember?
3: Um, I started in 2000. So May of 2000.
1: My gosh, my face amazing. hurts from smiling so much. Uh, because I just love to hear this story and for people who are watching and and maybe are just starting out as baby what I call the baby therapists who come in and they're to see how your career. Did you ever think, Deidre that this was that this was going to be your thing and that you were going to spend the next 20
3: years helping so many people? No, no, um, I didn't. And I think when, you know, when I first started there, there wasn't a lot of opportunities. So I think it was something that I fell into. But I remember my psychology professor telling me that, you know, it's not normal that people love what they do. So you should really continue on after you graduate. And I was like, of course, I'm gonna love what I do like that you have to love what you do. And, And then it's just been exciting along the way. So I'm glad you know I never um, I didn't plan on staying as long as I did but I think it's just given me a lot of opportunities and you know, there's there's been struggles and there's been growth along the way but I think it's helped me to kind of keep moving and you know keep moving forward so it's, yeah it's been interesting. And also, I mean I want
2: to say something amazing about you is also that during this time that you have been working so hard and have actually moved all the way up in your career as well. But personally, you've also uh, been married,
3: had two children, tell us
2: about that too.
3: (laughs) Yeah, so I think the last time I was on the show, I think a year ago, around this time when COVID first started. Um, So I think we had the first first show and everything had just kind of closed down. Um, in New York. And at that time I was pregnant. So that was, that was interesting. And now my um, baby is now 10 months old. So he was, you know, born in all of this. And now that he's 10 months has been, um, you know, it's been fun. And my oldest son is 10. So they've grown up, you know, he grew up at card two. And I think it's, it's been a good experience and seeing it on both sides. And I know when I first started, I didn't have that perspective of being a parent. And now that I do it, definitely um, has helped me connect with the caregivers and, you know, I love working with our family. So it's nice to be able to give back in that way. And I do remember Doreen that you told me early on that once, you know, once you're a parent, you're going to see what, you know, we've done for these families. And, you know, I, I do see it, you know, I think for, you know, I love working with the parents and we learn so much from them, but I remember you saying that to me and I'm thinking back on it of, um, you know, it really was true. No, it is true.
1: I think sometimes the families don't realize how many people are out there who care about them as deeply as you do. And I think it's, it's so healing for us to hear people like you talk about how much you love your job and love helping people, Deidre. When was the moment, the first moment that you went, Ooh, I love this. Was it a particular kid? What, what, or was it a parent that, that you went, I want to do this. I want to keep doing this.
3: You know, there has been so many, so it's hard to really, like, think about the exact moment. Um, But I do think the one of the moments for me really was when I was in the Middle East, um, because I was there during 9-11. And being that I was from New York or been in New York for so long, that was really a big moment for me because I remember at that time, um the thought of leaving like nobody wanted to go like i was supposed to be there for three months i think was the original plan but then i kept emailing with the supervisor and at that time there was no one that really was no one was traveling and i remember thinking well if i leave this child's not going to get his treatment and he's not going to get his therapy so i think that kind of like pushed me forward at the time and then i kind of kept and i saw the progress that he made and i just fell in love with the child and the family but that I think is one of the things that always pushed me forward is that I kind of brought that with me. Like if I don't go to, as a therapist, if I don't make it to this session today, this might be that chance that that mom had to take a shower, you know, that might've given them that opportunity. So that really was what kind of pushed me, you know, to keep going. And I think that, you know, it it always, I felt fulfilled at the same time, but it did kind of push me forward. Um, And then just once you see the progress from, all different levels from the different kids that I've worked with, and you know the teens, and even now some adults. So it's just it's been really um, exciting. But I don't know if there was one moment, but it was a lot of moments that kept coming, and then realizing that this is you know where I'm meant to be.
2: I also want to say, Shannon. Uh, so you know, before I before the this segment is over, I want to thank you because it's been a fantastic experience also for me working alongside you um you you are unique in that you are very flexible i don't think i've ever seen you get upset about anything you are an amazing not just clinician but you're an incredible mentor to a lot of cardians and there are lots and lots of cardians who just love you so much and respect you so much Shannon. I don't know if you when I don't know if I ever mentioned this to you, but when uh, when the, the new leadership at Card was kind of interviewing for the divisional clinical lead, which is what uh, Deidre now has, there were a couple of other very experienced clinicians in New York who all sort of stepped back and said, I'm really interested, but if Deidre wants the position, she should get it. Like, that's the level of, of respect that people have for you, Deidre, and that's amazing. Um, and you've treated so many different kids and families, and I have to say, every one of them loves you because you're so caring and have taken such good care of all of our kids and their families. So I just want to thank you because, um, you know, you've made huge contributions to this field over the last 20 years, and I hope that it'll be enjoyable enough. Like what I was saying earlier was it's amazing. A lot of BCBAs or a lot of even therapists think that it's impossible to have your personal life and to work, and, you know, you are one of the people that has been able to establish that balance and you've done a fabulous job at it, and and so you're, you're an amazing model, and I want to just uh, mwah, love on you. Thank you. Aww,
3: thank you. Thank you so thank, much.
1: Thank you for everything on behalf of all the families and all the kiddos, all the lives that you've touched. Thank you so much for being a part of all the things that are wonderful for all those people. Yeah. Have Thanks, a Deirdre.
2: wonderful April and a wonderful rest of 2021. I hope it gets better so I can come to the East Coast and see you.
3: Yes, for sure. Yay! Thank Thanks, Deirdre.
1: You. Thank you so much. Bye, Deirdre.
3: everybody. Bye. Take
1: care. Uh, amazing. So amazing. Uh, I, I know we. I didn't bring the box of tissues with me, and I'm gonna need I'm gonna have, I, can I see tissues today. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, our next guest, our next contestant on Who's Fabulous uh, is <laughs> Sucho. Cho. She is a, a favorite of ours here on Autism Live. Whenever we can get her for two minutes on Autism Live on a variety of different subjects, we pull Sucho Cho in. But I know you have some things that you would like to say about her as we welcome her, Dr. Grand
2: Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. I mean, this is it's a tough day today. And Shannon, you're bringing all my favorite people on the show. So Sue is an amazing, amazing clinician. She is an incredible uh, colleague. Uh, She is uh, has for many, many years been the person that I will actually consult with when I am working with or treating a child who is nonverbal. Sue has provided so many different types of trainings to all of us at CARD um, on how to uh, program um, augmentative devices, how to communicate with nonverbal children, Um, all of that. She's been a big part of that, but then on, on top of that, Shannon, as I'm sure you know, uh, Sue is uh, an expert at yoga, and she introduced all of us to the world of yoga and has also brought those talents to card as well, to, to, for many of our children as well.
1: <clears throat> we call it Suchoga. Suchoga yeah, is what we call it. Because <laughs> <That is laughs> it's our favorite it. thing. <laughs> we love it. Uh, and it's been, it's, it's added so much to so many people's lives. So, we, should we bring her in? Oh, yeah. Let's welcome. There oh, she I'm surprised oh you're not wearing pink. <laughs> <laughs> your audience, is your mic on, what? Sucho?
0: My mic is on. I just unmuted. Okay.
2: Hello. So how, how have you not changed that at all in 20 somewhat years? It's unbelievable. What year did you join cards? What was the year? Ooh 1996. Oh my gosh, that's amazing.
1: Isn't that incredible, Shannon? That and is in, I can I'm trying to think where I was in 1996, but no nowhere even near being a parent. Um that's amazing. And when I think about all the lives that I know you touch now, so if I were to add those up going back that many years, it's that's a legacy, Sucho. Yeah, it really is. It truly is. So
2: give us, a, uh, give our viewer, viewers a little uh, sort of a history of the things that you've done over the past 24 years, 25 years. Mm-hmm.
1: 25 it. in
0: April, actually.
1: Unbelievable, unbelievable. Wow,
0: um, you've done a lot.
1: Tell us about your adventures. Do you want to hear my
0: card story and how I, or how card yes. found me? Yes. yes. I started off as a floor time therapist for a family in Alexandria, Virginia, and that family had advertised in my college paper. And so I did floor time with the little guy for a short period of time. And then they contacted you Doreen. And yeah. um, they actually had a supervisor flying in from California to train me and a group of people to do therapy for their son and At first I said, Oh, I don't know about this. I have to say no to a kid. And my background was not anything like that. And at first I said, I'm not sure about this. My studies don't match really the philosophy of any of this. And then in the first month, the little boy learned how to start making sounds. And he also started playing and he had been banging his head on the floor and biting um, to communicate. And so when I saw the changes that happened with him, I said, okay, I'm totally in. So yeah. they, a supervisor was flying in from California every month and training me as a home therapist for this family. And then another family was moving then from California to back to Virginia, and they needed to hire a therapist that would then be hired to work for CARD because the child had insurance funding at that time. So the parent called me. We met at Blockbuster Video way back then. And she <laughs> had me go with them to Blockbuster. And the, really? the child she knew, what I didn't know, would start screaming and tantruming whenever they would attempt to leave the store. Oh, and so yeah. I looked at her and I <laughs> scooped him up and I walked out of the store and she said, you're hired. I and know. that's how I got hired to be a therapist for like,
1: <laughs> oh, You passed the doctor, Blockbuster like, hey, test.
0: I did i passed the blockbuster test
3: that's incredible
0: so i had the privilege of being supervised by card supervisors that were coming to the washington dc area at that time and then eventually after working with several kids and the supervisors were going to stop coming out i was i kept speaking to one of the supervisors and i said i want to be a supervisor and so she worked it out with you, Doreen, and also a couple of other people that were working at card at the time. And I flew out for a week to be um, trained to be a supervisor that would then travel around the country seeing different kids in our workshop model. So that's how I started yeah. off supervising for a card. Yep. And then, then, yeah. then what did you do? And then yeah. I started traveling around the US and then eventually around the world. I was seeing kids in England for quite some time. Um, and then eventually in the Caribbean, uh, then I also went to Asia at one point, I went to almost every continent working for card. And That's probably great. one of the biggest adventures that I had was, gosh, in 2009, um, Doreen was in South Africa for a conference. And she called me and she said, you need to come and see this family. 11 days later, I was on a plane to South Africa and yeah. helped them start this, their, uh, their school, the Star Academy. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: that's right. And you went Um, out there for for many trips and for a mm -hmm. long time and Sue Shannon trained all the therapists at Star Academy and uh, also worked with a lot of children herself as well. And Sue, don't forget you also went out multiple times to Italy and you Mm -hmm. trained a whole ton of people in Italy as well. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of kids in Italy, went there for about six years. And yeah.
0: uh, those all the families there, though, did their programs in Italian. So they had interpreters working with me to work with their children. Um, and there were no Italian-speaking supervisors. So that was a challenge for them. And also, too, like working with skills in another language. Oh and, but they stuck it out. I mean, I remember having conversations with them and saying, you know, really, because I don't speak Italian, you're probably getting about a third of what you could from a supervisor that speaks Italian, and they still stuck it with us. They stuck it out with us, and you know, their wow. kids did very well. Um, I'm still in contact with several of the therapists that I worked with years ago, and uh, and some of the families, too. And just, you know, we, one of the, I think, amazing gifts that I had an opportunity to be a part of was really bringing ABA to people in many parts of the world that had never seen it or even knew that it was possible for them.
2: Yeah,
1: that's right. Incredible. Mm -hmm. So we're we're winding out of time here, but Sue, I want you to talk a little bit about what you do now at CARD and the things that you're bringing to families now. (laughs) So my primary role
0: now, since 2006, I've trained all the supervisors at CARD. So I'm a part of the training department and um, have the privilege of being a part of every BCBA's like first experience with our program and learning the ropes at CARD and just having them again, too, no matter what their background is, come in and see how differently we do things, but in a way that really provides excellence and care and collaboration with families so that we're working with them as a team and um, even you know, years later, the thing that's really amazing is I always hear from people saying that they learned so much from our training, <laughs> like no other training that they did. year. So
2: that is so mm-hmm. true. And it's amazing that even over the years, I think we've had to like reduce our time training the new BCBA's, and they are of course. When they come to us, they're already board certified. But still, so many people will say that they got the best training ever at CARD. Um, Mm -hmm. And I I know that you're a huge part of that. And I know later on another day, we're also gonna bring Teresa and Jen in and they're also a big part of training. And that's, it is really what makes CARD. Uh, What it is, is the quality of training that we give at all levels. And I just want to thank you, Sue, uh, because not only are you a dear friend to me and always will be for the rest of my life, and I miss you very much, and I can't wait for COVID to be completely over so I can come to D.C. and see you. But um, that aside, and my personal love for you aside, um, you have been unbelievable for card. You've put up with so many different changes, both organizationally, leadership, whatever, you name it. Uh, and, but your, your flexibility and your willingness to just go out there, no matter what was going on in your own life, and uh, travel to places where we knew no one. And take those. You also, you also went, didn't you? Uh, train also people in Thailand as well. Mm-hmm. I know that you traveled. I mean, you've been to so many different places, dealt with so many families of different cultures, and um, you are really probably the longest of Card's limbs in terms of how we've uh, helped people around the world. And I'm just so proud to, and so thankful, grateful to have had you at Card for so long. And uh, I hope that uh, even though I'm like less involved nowadays with everyone, I hope that we will get the chance to work again together soon. And uh, that aside, I just want to love you, tell you how thankful I am for you for being in this world and for having spent the last 25 years aside next to me.
1: So thank you for that. And I want to thank you too, Sue, on behalf of my family and and all of us, you've made a, you've made a difference in my family and you're always a light. And I, I love it when even the other day, a parent came to us who had just started at CARD, who was very concerned because they had a nonverbal child. And I was so excited to say, no, it's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. I know exactly where you are. And CARD's going to be great for you because you're going to get to meet this wonderful lady named Sue Cho and and I know whenever you're involved on a kid's case, and somebody will say, "Oh, we have this fabulous woman," and I know what what words are going to come out next, Sucho. So thank you on behalf of all of those families. You're amazing. Thank you so much, Sue. We love you. Have a
0: wonderful April. Thank you. Love you both too. So good to see your faces.
1: You Can't too. Wait to Me yeah, too. Amen to that. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Our next oh. contestant, uh, I'm having such a good time here, but I'm weepy. My, uh, all of my, eye <laughs> is going to be my, my armpits in a minute. Um, and especially because this next guest is a major heavy hitter and someone who had a tremendous influence on our lives. Dr. Sienna Greener-Wooten has been with us before on the show, although not enough. It's hard to get her to be on the show because she's so busy, but she is incredible. Dr. Grampy what would you like to say to Dr. Greener-Wooten as we welcome her?
2: So I um, always want to, I always tell people this story because um, I remember so clearly, we used to have a a small building in Woodland Hills and uh, the kind of the offices were upstairs and the clinics were downstairs. And I, one day I went downstairs and I was doing some sort of clinic or meeting with patients. And then I saw a therapist working with a child and I was just amazed, you know, like when you see a therapist and you're like, okay, everything about that uh, interaction was perfect. Like this is a very talented clinician. And um, I just, I went upstairs thinking, wow, I can't believe the quality of people we have here. That's amazing. And of course, that per- I didn't even know the therapist at that time, right? We had a couple of uh, maybe, maybe around a thousand therapists nationwide at that point. And I and later on, of course, I realized that it was Sienna. I asked, "Who was that therapist downstairs?" And it was Sienna. And I want her to tell us her journey because you know she is an example of all the things you can do while you're working. And Sienna began as a behavior therapist, and then of course got her bachelor's master's doctorate in ABA and is now a huge part of CARD's quality control. So let's bring her on, Shannon. Hi. Hello, there you are. Your your, um, camera is a little uh, out of focus. I don't know if we can do anything about that or if that's because you are in the wonderful state of Hawaii.
4: It might be. Uh, at least we don't have weird weather today, so I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, on my end, it's fine. It's fine.
2: It's great to have you with us. I think Trayvon is doing some magic on the camera.
1: Welcome, welcome, okay. welcome! So, so thrilled to have you here. And I want to hear your story of how you began too, because I don't, I don't know any of that. I just know the miracles you you made happen for us.
4: Sure. Um, I had just graduated undergrad, um, not, not really knowing my next step was I was a psych major. So I knew I wanted to work with kids and I had worked with individuals in the past and, uh, Pepperdine had this, their career center had this book of like open positions so I'm flipping through it and I see this position um, as a therapist working with individuals with autism. And I thought, there's no way I'm going to get that job. Like they've got to, you know, look for somebody who's way more qualified than I am. So like, that's my dream job. If I could do that for the rest of my life. I would be just so incredibly lucky. Um So I went to my interview at that same office in Woodland Hills, and uh, Kathy Visconde did my interview, and I still remember it. I remember saying that she was watching me come walk up from the parking lot, um, thinking, what's this girl going to be like? Um, Walk (laughs) up from the parking lot, come in for the interview, and of course, got the job. Um, Loved... Every minute of everything I did, right from the start, um, there was one point, maybe about six months in, that somebody. So I worked in schools with a lot of our families, mm-hmm. and somebody, me as a teacher, they said, "You know, you're you're really good at this. Do you do you want to come and and work at at this school and and be a teacher?" And I thought at that point. You know, like, here's here's the path, you know, like, what am I going to decide to do? And I obviously stayed uh, doing what I was doing, stayed with CARD. um, Around that time was when CARD offered the master's program with the University of Nevada at Reno. So I made the decision that this is what I love. These are people that I love. These, you know, are the families that I love.
3: And I feel at
4: home um, and I love thinking about what I do all the time and 20 something, what, twenty later, I still feel the same. Um, so, you know, I went through and got my master's, got my doctorate um, and moved through tons of clinical positions at CARD. There are certainly some that I was more passionate about than others. I think at every step of the way what was important to me was making things better and better and better you know you know you do the best that you can in the moment and then you look back on it later and think wow I wish I knew then what I know now um so I'm in in a position now where I can continue to try and make things better and better and better not just for the families that I work with everybody at CARD, all of the families at CARD. And that still makes me feel incredibly lucky from the very first moment I started, I just felt lucky um, and I still do. So in a, in a nutshell, that's that's been my journey. It's kind of hilarious because
1: it keeps pixelating your face so it looks like you're part of the witness protection program <laughs> that we're having to hide you that you that we don't that we don't know who you are um and yet you makes such a tremendous impact on on card I just want to say this Dr. Gramsci and then I know you have stuff to say to her but uh, Dr. Greener Wooten is the person who did the intake for my son she's the first person that we saw at card she scared the bejesus out of me Let me just tell you, like, you know, like, it's so like, I'm still a little afraid of her. Let's be honest. And she's one of the nicest people on the face of the planet. But, you know, you, you, when you're working, you know, she has her hair back in this sort of severe bun. And I remember you had, you had high heels on that I I couldn't have walked two inches on, but you were in this very professional, you know, outfit. And you were like, look, this is how this is going to be. And, and I was frightened, but I was hopeful. And I uh, like for the next year, I worked very hard just not to make you mad at me. Like that was like my <laughs> mantra to everything that she asked you to do. Cause don't make her mad at you because all <laughs> the things come from her. She's Aww. like, you know, cause you were the head of the clinic that we were at. And I just, I mm-hmm. wanted to like, not get on your bad side um, but then, you know, as the years went on, I got a little pushier, too. And and I'll, all I thought was, she must hate me. She must, like, <laughs> no. really want to get rid of me. And even now, sometimes I'll be sitting with you at a meeting, not in COVID, and I'll say something to you like, I can't believe I'm sitting here working next to you. I, you know, says, <laughs> I'm still in awe. So that's me. Dr. Grandpache, mm-hmm. talked yeah. to her. Oh, gosh, there's
2: so many things I want to say uh, about Sienna and to Sienna. So starting from, uh, Sienna, if I'm not wrong, you also, uh, Shannon, are you hearing this echo too, or is it just me? Oh, it's a little better now. Um, Sienna, you also. A bit of feedback, but Traven's going to work on that. That sounds good. Sienna, you were also in the Middle East, if I remember, correct? Did you go out there for a while? I did. Yeah. So we worked together on that case out in the Middle East uh, for a little while as well. And, uh, you know, Sienna was probably, I want to say, when we went into our new model of kind of starting to open clinics and expanding, I would say probably my favorite of the supervisors who were in charge of a clinic and that was our clinic which was kind of connected to our headquarters but it was uh amazing and uh, of course I personally hold Sienna responsible for also the quality of some of the other amazing people who came out of that particular clinic such as Vardui and Susie and Sabrina even and all of these amazing people that worked under Siena and learned from Siena. And, and I, I also wanna say, let's not forget that Sienna also was a big part of our research department and has been and continues to be uh, one of our best writers. And she has presented for CARD multiple, multiple times at the ABAI conferences and uh, has done a lot of publications with CARD, continues to this day to be the person that uh, writes a lot of our policies, both for c- uh, quality and our clinical care. She, she uh, was the first person who developed the quality assurance department and actually started, did a whole protocol of dropping in on supervisors and seeing, I can see you tearing up Shannon, so get that tissue box out. <laughs> and, and uh, she's the one that would uh, set up the entire procedure that we still have right now, which is how we oversee our supervisors, how we make sure they're providing quality care. Um, and then, of course, you also, it's amazing as we are interviewing uh, before you, we had Deidre and Sue today. We all, of course, Shannon, the other wonderful thing about the seniors is that they all know each other and we all are good friends. But, you know, what I'm coming to realize, Sienna, is that one of the amazing things that you all have in common is your your undying passion for this field and for these children and families, regardless of all the obstacles that have come in our path whether it's a, you know, obstacle from parents or from payers or from schools or just internally at card or whatever, or personal life, whatever they were, you guys just persisted and continued to do this thing which is so unbelievably uh, valuable and impactful in the world. And, you know, you talk about like the way... uh, Shannon asked earlier, like you have here and there, we have specific children. Like Jim is a great example where we've changed their lives and how important they are. Just think of the number of children that you've helped over the years. It's incredible to me. And I just want to thank you. I love you very much. I miss you. I cannot wait to come and visit you. Of course, Sienna lives in Maui, so everybody always wants to
1: go and visit her. But I miss you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I need you. to go. I think I, I need to go to Hawaii because to, uh, I we need to film did. things with Sienna. There you <laughs> go.
2: But I, I have the, the privilege and joy that I still to this day get to work with Sienna. She's one of the few people that we still interact and we're writing a bunch of stuff together for cards. So that is a lovely thing for me. And thank you, Sienna. I, I can't thank you enough for everything you've done And continue to do not just for the kids and families, but for card. You really are one of the reasons that card has this incredible brand and reputation. You continue to make it better. Thank you
1: so much. And I just want to say if I if I can without sobbing all over you, because I'm really having a hard time. But (laughs) um just when Dr. Graham Pichet was going through all of that stuff and I was having a moment where I realized. You know, I and I've had I've I've tried many times to thank you, Dr. Greener-Wooten, because of what you did for us and what you did for Jen and how grateful I am. But you know, I'm like at the very basic level, I'm a mom, and and sometimes we need to be selfish for our kids, and and I. I've been selfish in my gratitude for you thinking about what you did for us. But when she was listing off all the things that you've done over the years, and I was thinking about all the moms that are out there that are thanking your existence. It just, and when I think about what it's meant for us, I know that we would not have had the progress we had with Jem. If, if your watchful eye hadn't been there. And there were so many times that you like you know, made a difference, swooped in and made a difference with our team. I, I have to mop down, but uh, it's embarrassing. But just thank you. There is no, there are no words. There aren't enough shoes in the world to thank you. Uh, but thank you uh, I, every day that we have um, with Jam and all the things that he gets to do as he gets ready to go off to college. Thank you. Sincerely. Aww.
4: You're very welcome. It has been my pleasure to do everything and help everyone and be such amazing people who are my family. So thank you right back. Mm-hmm. We love you. Enjoy. We the do rest love of you.
2: you. And like I said, hopefully Shannon and I will both come visit you later this year sometime. Yeah. <laughs> That'd
1: be great. Thank All right thank you bye-bye thank you you. oh Oh, my gosh i'm a mess uh we apologize (laughs) the the connection was not necessarily the best but still fun to see her our our last guest today is no stranger to our autism live audience he's a regular with us on every month with us i just adore him because i always talk dr grand Pichet about the fact that his unique perspective um, that I'm talking about, Vince Redmond, of course, you guys. He's a licensed marriage family therapist, which is awesome. But the fact that he had the experience and still has the experience of working at in the behavioral field, starting out as a behavior therapist, um, he just brings something to it that I think is unique and rare and has been there for our family. So I adore him. Uh, you know, I try not to make him my licensed marriage and family therapist, but occasionally I do. <laughs> you know, he's, he's amazing. He's like that stalwart person that we can all go to. And he's, he's, he's there. He's rock. He's, he's steady. He's amazing. So, but what would you like to say about him? Dr. Grant?
5: Isn't
2: it it interesting, Shannon, that like we both, we have very, like we have different interactions with Vince, right? You do the show and I've known him for Vince is, is definitely the oldest of uh, people on this show. I think there might be one other person who's who's been at Card Longer, which is Evelyn. But Vince, I think, goes all the way back to 94, maybe even earlier. But uh, Vince, isn't it interesting that given the fact that we have different interactions, we both... You can use a word like solid stalwart to describe Vince. I feel the same way. I feel like he is one of the people who is so dependable. You can just, you can lean on Vince for pretty much anything. And we have in so many different roles and positions over the years at CARD. And he continues to be a superstar. And he continues to just contribute in so many different ways. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, he's amazing. Should we
5: welcome him?
1: Absolutely. Vince.
5: Thank you, lady.
1: Hello.
5: (laughs) Hello. It's been longer. It's 93. I've actually been here long. 93.
2: Amazing. I also love the way, you know, I just love the fact that I've known you for so long. And honestly, you're one of the people who really has not changed. Like it's pretty amazing. If I had, and I have pictures of you from like '93 or so, and you're just the same. But the one thing that has changed, which I love, is your entire like energy is so like a therapist, kind of sitting back there. (laughs) We need to get you a pipe, I think, or something. (laughs)
5: <laughs> i, help, I you know?
2: love it <laughs> Vince, tell us tell us a little bit about your journey and how you uh came to join card and kind of the things that you have experienced over the past what my god 27
1: years my gosh and i'm going to take my camera have, out for I a mean, minute so that i can blow my nose but i'm right here
5: okay <laughs> yeah i mean the journey as as you know i mean uh the journey is, has been, you know, following what Sienna was saying has been amazing, but it all began with uh, just a fluke. I was graduating and a friend of mine who was working for CART had moved from San Diego up to LA and she was working for you. And she had thought, you know, Oh, you know, you're graduating in psychology. Wouldn't would you be interested in doing this? And at the time I knew nothing about autism. It was nothing more than a paragraph in an abnormal psych book. And that was really as far as my own knowledge went. Um, but as you know, the thinker, the thinking ahead that I've always done was wouldn't this look great on a grad school application? You know, Actual <laughs> hands-on experience working in the field of psychology for grad school. And that was how I started. Um, but, you know, the, the funny story that nobody really knows but you is that my interview, I had a broken ankle. Remember oh that? I drove all the <laughs> way up from San Diego to L.A. Um, because I didn't want to cancel the interview. And I, the night before, had severely tweaked my ankle. And, you know, with a 405 and a clutch, whew, that was fun. Um, Aww. and then I remember walking in, you know, as I limped in and you and Neely were saying, You could have rescheduled. Why are you here? Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. that set the, the, the path forward. Um, but you know, again, it was something you you fall. I think Sienna had said this too, you just fall in love with it. Um, it wasn't anything I intended, it definitely was not part of the plan. Um you know, but soon as I started, see, you know, seeing the kids and working with you and making the changes, and you know, of course, working with the families and seeing the appreciation and the 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 really the just the utmost, you know, uh, uh, faith and they had in us to make yeah. things better was just amazing. Because back then there was, I mean, there was research, but there was no pop. This wasn't on, you know, the good doctor and you know, in in movies yeah. and. You know, the, the autism was unknown. This was a very hush-hush, yeah. you know, not not well researched, not well thought out um, right. disorder. And the families really just put their entire lives in our hands. And, you know, to see that change and to see that, that that faith in us was just, was intoxicating. It was amazing because we made the changes. We saw the kids get better. And this was stuff that was really at that point unknown and experimental and you know really magical and then over the years you know I I did go back obviously I did go to grad school and got my uh, MFT license and but this never stopped right the whole plan was this was supposed to be a year that was it you know the running joke is I'm still working on that resume right (laughs) going on 20, 20 years later um, but like you said, the journeys have taken us across the globe. And, and you know, uh, uh, every day I help a family is just another day that just makes me very grateful for what I do every day. Yeah,
2: It's pretty amazing. It's the, I want to like as you were talking, I was just thinking it takes a special person to enjoy the bond that they are creating with a young child. First of all, just a young child, and then secondly, a young child who can't communicate, right? And obviously, you did that over and over again, and, and an example of that is Jana, of course, one of our, and you've recovered many, many children, not just Jana, of course, but Jana being one that is uh, is publicly known and is on our recovered video. And, uh, you know, to this day, the family, that family, just as an example of many families who feel so indebted to you for having changed their child's life and their lives. And uh, that in itself is pretty astonishing to me, being able to connect with a child and a family like that. But the other thing I think that you uniquely provide to the families you work with, but also to all other families is uh, a sense of security, calmness. Um, you take away their worries. You tell them it's going to be okay. And you, no matter what, no matter what ends up happening, you do that thing that I have always said was the thing that kind of hooked me was wanting to connect, just holding the, the family together through mm-hmm. probably their toughest time in life and you were just so spectacular at that and I have to tell you it's not just the families who are happy and doing well you know this that I've said this many times you have an incredibly unique talent to listen to people and even people who are upset angry scared anxious whatever it is and you calm them and you really make them feel like they are heard and you will take all their their problems their anxieties and all that and you re you focus and you turn it into something manageable and I think that's an incredible talent and I I wish that we could card could continue to learn from you in that regard because you're very unique I don't Really know anyone else who has this kind of talent? So I'm really glad you're in the field of of marriage family counseling because it's
5: an incredible talent. It was a good blend. It was a good blend. And, and to back what you were saying, I, I'm seeing more and more of this not just with patients anymore, but now with colleagues, right? Because yeah. we now have a newer generation of supervisors and office managers and regional managers and such that. Didn't necessarily grow up with me and the in the crew that we're talking with today, and they come with you know very very uh, uh, real situations, very you know uh, uh, anxiety producing situations. And usually when we're done, I I hear that comment. It's like, oh, I feel so much better. (laughs) It's like the situation's still there. Nothing's changed. It's just being able to talk through it and find the solutions and find our kind of get our grounding, get our footing and do the best that we can. Mm -hmm. And ultimately that's all we could do every day.
1: That's right. And And I just want to say say that. Sorry, go ahead, Chana. Oh, no, no. What were you saying, Dr. Grandfuchet? I was
2: just going to say, I I do want to point to the fact that Vince has uh, mentored uh, hundreds of people at in in fantastic ways. And, he has really, really helped our, our cardians through some pretty difficult times, just either on a on a professional and personal level as well.
1: And I, and I was going to actually say that you know at card there's this thing known as carditude, um, and that there used to be on the wall in the in headquarters that said, "Welcome to the community of people who have decided that easy will no longer suffice." And I've always said that, you know, first my child had the benefit of everything that you guys do at card. And then I came to work at card and that it's so amazing to work with people who are at the top of their field, who are unafraid, are willing to like help, like they get jazzed about helping. And I think that Vince is the embodiment of carditude. Anytime that I, over, over the 10 years that we've been doing this show, anytime that I have come to him and he didn't know me, and, and I would come to him and go, I'm thinking about doing this. He, he'd go, okay. And, and and he would add something to it. He just wouldn't be along for the ride. He'd add something to it. Recently, I came to him and I said, you know, I, 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 what do you think about doing this? And he, I knew what he was going to say beforehand, but it was still one of those things that fills me with joy to work with him. He was like, absolutely. And, and that's just always the way he, if it's something that will help the families, he's always gained um that's so remarkable to work with someone who has that attitude and i just want to say thank you uh, from myself and from everyone who works with you and all the families vince for having that you you yeah. are amazing
5: no you're very welcome very welcome
1: I, well can, i'm
2: not done yet vince so <laughs> i <I'm> more stuff <supposed laughs> to say right i also want to just say one other thing i've had the privilege of knowing vince also on a personal level and our kids are pretty much ex- almost exactly the same age, and, uh, right, uh, they're like within months apart, and yep. uh, and I know Vince's wife, of course, Debbie, who uh, came in and helped us tremendously with uh, ACT, Autism Care Today, and even when she wasn't an employee of ACT, was very involved with ACT, and so has Vince been. And, uh, what, one of the things I want to say, which I admire very much about you, is that it's not just your work. Uh, you also hold that same level of care and excellence in your personal life. Uh, you have two beautiful, amazing daughters and a wonderful wife and your family. And you're, you're, you, are, you are truly an, an awesome human being for all whose lives you touch. And I'm one of those lucky people, and I want to thank you for that, because uh, honestly, and I, now I'm going to get, I'm, i got to stop saying, saying stuff, because I'm going to get emotional. But um, it, you're a big part of my life, too. And we might not have as much contact these days, but just, uh, you know, having had you in my life for over 25 years uh, gives me goosebumps and makes me feel very lucky. So I want to thank you very much been a real joy having you as a partner along uh this past journey of card and, and just friendship thank
5: you absolutely absolutely we've been through a lot together we're family i mean we, yeah. we, we passed that a long time ago i mean we've marriages and children and graduations yeah. and, yeah. you know and just you know death you know deaths of family members i mean it's uh, you know i you've been there for me as much as you say i've been there for you and i can't I can't can't say enough of how I've leaned on you on on times when I started self-doubting or there was something going on in my life. And for that, I've been, you know, forever grateful because I I don't you know, there's there's a few people in each of our lives that we can depend on outside of our immediate family. Right. And and I've always you were always my number one to go to if I had to figure something out. Thank you. you life transition. And, and that I think is another reason why, you know, we do what we do on a daily basis because we have the same goals. We have the same ideas and we yeah. want to help, you That's know, true.
1: this love fest could go on forever, but we're out of time. Uh, so Vince, we love you. Thank you so much, uh, for being here. Dr. Grampy Shea. Thank you. Uh, this has been incredible. We still have many more of these shows coming up in the month of April. I hope that for those of you watching, you see that there are people who come into this field, find their passion and stay. These are just some of the people's arms you might find yourself in throughout your journey through autism and what a beautiful, beautiful journey it can be when you are in their arms. Uh, Dr. Grampuche, any parting words? No, but I just
2: want to say thank you, Vince. And thank you to all of our viewers for spending this hour with us and, Uh, You know, it is truly an emotional day for both of you and I, Shannon, and we've enjoyed just seeing some old friends who are truly superstars and make such an important contribution to the world. So thanks again, Vince. Love you. Hope to see you
5: soon. Love you both. Have a great rest of your day.
1: Thank Thank you. you. Uh, And we'll we'll be back with more Autism Live tomorrow. Until then, give your kiddos a hug from me and one for you too. Bye-bye for now.